You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Permission 2. And today is all about permission to change your mind. And I'm going to break this episode into two parts so that first we can talk about the power of changing your mindset and why it's so important to keep working on your mindset. And then we're going to talk about in the second part how to change your mindset. So I know that most of the people that listen to my podcast love short and sharp episodes. So that's why I thought this is quite there's quite a lot to share today. So I'll break it up into two parts. Yeah, and I hope that you're doing really well. It's like a pretty beautiful sunny day here in Perth, but the weather's a lot milder, so I'm just feeling so relieved because we have had such hot weather lately. And I'm just sitting here and, yeah, really excited about this episode. As a mama of a three-month-old now, uh, I'm finding like actually taking the space to do these um, podcasts is really good for me. And also I get so much um, amazing feedback from you. So thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Let's dive in. So permission to change your mind. Why do coaches, um, therapists, like why do most people that support women um, and people in general talk so much about mindset. Like I think sometimes it's like talked about so much people can even feel like a little bit bored or frustrated with it, but there is a reason why it's talked about so much. And that's because chances are, if you are feeling stuck in an area of your life um, or really challenged, or you're noticing like you're procrastinating a lot or there's frustration uh, or like trapped energy, chances are that it's, partly a mindset problem and that's not to say that there's not other stuff going on with your nervous system or um, the circumstances you know that like the world is there's a lot going on in the world at the moment so I want to acknowledge that we all face circumstances and challenges that are out of our control and the context of our world is important to acknowledge that I really believe it looking at us as a as a whole being who is impacted on by the world Um, but the reality is we can't, we don't have a lot of control over the things that are happening in the world, but what we can change and what we can focus on is our mind and our relationship to our mind. And that's why mindset work can be so empowering because no matter what is going on in your life, um, if you give yourself permission to focus on changing your mind changing the stories that you're telling yourself, then all of a sudden you've got more power in the situation. Even if it feels like a really hard situation or a really disempowering or a really scary situation, working on your mindset can support you. And when I talk about mindset, what I'm really talking about is like the stories that you're telling yourself about who you are, 
about other people, about the world. Those stories that you're telling yourself literally impact on how you feel and they also impact on the choices you make and how you show up in the world. And so, so often we will say, oh, I don't understand why I always procrastinate when it comes to this part of my business or why am I always so quiet around this particular person or in this situation and when you look at what's underneath those choices and the way you're showing up it's often a story you're telling yourself and like 90% of the time the story is either not true or it's unkind or it's unhelpful so I always like to look at everything I'm telling myself through the filter of these three questions and I'm sure I've touched on this before but I think it's a good thing to remember Is it true? Is the story I'm telling myself true? Is it kind or compassionate? Like, would I want my friend to tell themselves a similar story? And is it helpful? So like, even if it's a true story that you're telling yourself, is it actually going to help you get to where you want to go? So for example, like an example of an unhelpful story might be, let's say you're launching. I always use the example of launching because I feel like it's where I've had to do the most mindset work recently. And I also know a lot of women in business um, get tripped up by this. Um, But so let's say that you've never launched anything before. And so the story you've got in your head is, well, I'm about to launch this course. I've never launched before. So I'm sure that it's going to be a big mess and no one's going to sign up, right? So part of that story is true. You've never launched before, right? But it's not a helpful story because how's that story going to make you feel coming up to your launch? You're probably going to feel pretty flat, pretty negative, pretty anxious. And then that's not going to make you want to show up for your launch. So if you look at that story, even that some of it's true. Yes, you've never launched before. There are obviously other parts of it that aren't true, like the you don't know for sure that no one's going to buy your course or that it's going to be like a terrible experience. Like what if it's actually a really fun experience? And what if you get like one your first sign up or something like that? So um, I think like working on those stories and even finding parts of it that you can change can be really powerful. So you could rewrite that story to this is the first time I'm launching. So I'm going to feel really vulnerable and stretchy, but it can also be exciting and fun. And so there I've rewritten that story in a way that still feels like really true and really um, genuine, but it's a lot more helpful, right? than telling yourself that you're going to fail. So that's just an example of like how you could rewrite a story in a more helpful way. Um, If you are looking at like how you're going to write a story in a more compassionate way, uh, that might be like, oh, uh, let's say that you're, you know, you've, you're really, really struggling with being a mama and you're really, really tired and you keep forgetting things. This is something (laughs) I struggle with a bit, like forgetting things. And so then maybe your story is like, oh, I'm a really crap mum because I'm always unorganized and I always forget things. What you could do with that story is ask yourself, well, is that compassionate? Like if one of my friends was talking that way about her, herself as a mum, how would I respond to that? Like what would I say back to her? So that's like a, a good way to filter your stories is to work out firstly, are they helpful are they kind? Are they true? Um, and then, yeah, obviously we'll go a little bit more into how to actually rewrite stories in part two, but we're kind of already touching on it now. So the thing to know about stories is that the majority of our stories are automatic. 
Um, I like to think about our stories as like they're our thoughts and they're they're like pathways. So if you imagine that you're walking through a garden and or you're going on a bushwalk, right? So let's imagine you're going on a bushwalk and you have a choice between going off the beaten path and like walking through the, the bush where there could be like lots of snakes or there's like a nice already trodden um, path for you to walk through that's probably feels safer and easier you you know a lot of us are going to choose the like safe <laughs> I'm quite scared of snakes so I know I'm going to choose the safe pathway um, that's already trodden on and that's what happens with our thoughts and our thinking patterns right our brain has so many decisions to make in a day and so much information to process that it can't consciously choose its thoughts every day uh, we just don't have capacity to to do that and so our brain will often choose the easiest pathway choose the path that you've already thought and thought every day for the past you know however many years of your life and that's just what our brain does in many ways that's helpful but when it comes to those stories that are keeping us stuck or that are challenging us it's not helpful and so Part one of like learning to change your mind is actually giving yourself permission to change your mind and to change the stories. Because once we realize that we can change our stories and we can change our mindset, that is like a really, really empowering, exciting kind of concept. But it can also feel quite scary because it comes with a lot of responsibility, right? Like instead of just being like, well, this is a story I've always told myself that you know, I'm not good enough. And it's because, you know, I had these experiences as a child where I was put down. Right. Um, And that might be true. And it's important to have compassion for yourself and what you went through as a child, but also to take responsibility for that and to go, right, I do have this story and I know where it comes from, but I'm also going to choose to rewrite it and to keep challenging it. Uh, that can feel vulnerable, that can feel scary, but can also feel really exciting because it's like, right, I am actually going to give myself permission to change my mind. Once you've given yourself permission, then actually looking at, well, what are the stories I'm telling myself? Like maybe even, you know, keeping a diary for a week and just noticing um, whenever there's a challenging situation, noticing the way you're talking to yourself, what stories are coming up because it's really hard to, to work on your mindset until you're actually aware of what's coming up on your in your mind. So that's where I would start. I would start with actually being aware of the stories you're telling yourself and noticing how they make you feel, noticing how they get in the way of you making changes in your life, um, really being a detective in your own mind and like consciously observing your thoughts. So to do that, you'll often have to slow down a little bit because also those automatic thoughts, um, they're much more prevalent when we're rushing through our day and we're not actually being aware of what's going on uh, in our lives. So yeah, slowing down, paying attention, maybe doing some journaling and actually like if you've got a challenging situation in your life or you feel like there's a pattern that keeps coming up for you, what I would do is write down what is the situation What are the thoughts that I'm telling myself? What are the stories I'm telling myself? How are those stories making me feel? And what choices am I making 
because uh, that's how we create patterns, right? By making the same choices over and over again. Often they're like, until we break it down like that, we're just doing it automatically. But so that's what I want you to do for part one is to think of like a situation where you feel like really trapped or stuck or challenged and really break down the, the situation, what the thoughts and stories you're telling yourself are, how you're feeling because of those stories. And then also yeah, what choices you're making because of those stories, because that is where the power lies. When you have that moment of, oh my gosh, I keep doing this because I keep telling myself this. Like if you keep telling yourself that you're not good enough, um, then when you go to do the work that feels really scary, of course you're going to procrastinate because you're responding to the story you're telling yourself. Or if you keep telling yourself that you're a really unorganized person, then that like becomes a part of your identity and then you'll keep showing up in that way. So it's really important to get really honest with yourself about what the stories you are telling yourself about are and how they are making you feel and how they are impacting on the way you show up in the world. So that's it for part one. Um, part two is coming really soon I would be so grateful if you enjoyed this episode if you could leave me a five-star review and I also love it when you share these podcasts with your friends and family it means so much to me and also just a quick reminder that I have opened up my diary for a couple of coaching clients so if you are interested in working around your mindset uh, around your self-worth, uh, anything in your inner world that's kind of holding you back, then please reach out and I'm really happy to chat about the coaching um, packages that I have available at the moment. Hope you have a beautiful day and I will speak to you soon.